you said you had you, you said you had a song that you wanted to debut your performance. <laughs> well, we're talking about words you can't say. I'm going to say it. You have a song? I have a song, and I'm just going to say the words. Okay. Okay. Here we go. William Shatner. girl I love and I'm like you I guess the change in my pocket wasn't enough I'm like you and uh, her too I said I was richer I'd still be with you ha! now ain't that some stuff and although there's a pain in my chest I still wish you the best with a you yeah I'm sorry can't afford a Ferrari, but that don't mean I can't get you there. I guess he's an Xbox, and I'm more an Atari. But the way you play your game ain't fair. What? Benny the fool that falls in love with you. Well, I got some news for you. Yeah, go run and tell your little boyfriend. I see you driving around town with the girl I love, and I'm like, Can this show get any worse? No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio.
previously on The Ian Lee Show. I'm on the wagon, yeah? I go for the maid. Why can't I touch you? You can feel my power. The Ian Lee Show! He's talking about your breasts. Time is of the essence. That's beautiful. I'm visibly moved. Behave yourself. <laughs> Ian, that's so rude. We've had some tiles put down. But what about the jaw what was found two million years ago? Time can speed up. Time can slow down. What you need is some runny linkers. What have you called the Mark Show for? Did you just say, oh, Mr Lester, you can't be old England? Hey, I sound a bit like you. I guess everything's of the essence, though, isn't it, really, Alice? So what was it about Eloise that grabbed you? It was a knockers. Some mystical, magical, mystical person. Team means team, doesn't it? I'm not being funny. I didn't ring to talk to you. Stop listening now. It's very boring. If you like that... Download the podcast from iTunes. That was Thursday's show. Man, what a humdinger. I had no voice then. Hey, kids, I've sort of almost got my voice back. In fact, not, there's no sort of about it. I have my voice. It doesn't do exactly what I want it to do. It doesn't run the full gamut of noises. But sweet baby Jesus, sing hosannas, for I have my voice! Although I nearly lost it before the show because I was arguing with Eloise. But, man, I cannot tell you how frustrating. My voice is someone's fortune. I'm not quite sure whose fortune it is. And I nearly lost out on two very, very well-paid jobs, one on Friday and one today. I managed to scrape through the job on Friday. I managed to scrape through it. And then I went to Blackpool on Saturday and I scraped through that and I scraped through the job today and I have a voice at his back. I have a very painful chest. I think I have a chest infection, but I have a voice. And that's the main thing. Hello, Eloise. Oh, yeah. Nice to see ya. You too. Well, wanna be ya. Oh, with great pleasure, with great pleasure. Thanks. So, uh, it's, it's, I feel like two weeks off, last week was kind of, didn't really happen because of the voice thing and... Show one and two was good. I don't, were they? Yeah. There were good bits of the shows. Mark on the Thursday show was excellent. With one and two, you had a good voice. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember. It was, they were good. Or should we re- try and recapture that magic? I can't remember what happened in okay, there. Well, the Tonight Show is going to be the magic. Tonight we've got Ray Davis from The Kinks. Yeah. What a lovely man. I was terrified because, A, he's one of my heroes. B, he's a rock legend. C, I've heard he's a bit grumpy. And he was lovely. He was. Fine. He was lovely. Although, have you kept in the, the faux pas at the start of the interview? Uh, About my wife? No. Oh, you didn't? I don't think I have. Oh, I, it's where, on the podcast, though. Where, where, is, where, where is it? Where is it in interviews? Have yeah, I got the interviews uh-huh, uh-huh. button now? Let's have a look. Interviews. Let's, have, let's, let's listen to the beginning of the, the Ray Davis. Ray Davis, it's an honour to meet you. <laughs> I've got to say, I'm a little bit nervous I'm because nervous. I've been oh. a huge fan of yours. Yeah. This album, See My Friend. You've cut it. You've cut it. Well done. OK, well, it's on the podcast. It'll be on the Best Bits podcast, which you can get after the show tonight. <laughs> Me um, doing a faux pas. I thought I was doing, like, an amusing, like, anecdote, like, in. <laughs> and halfway through it, I thought... This is going really badly. Why have I started telling this story when my wife basically says she hates him? (laughs) I turned it around. It's a great interview. We'll play it tonight. We're playing three kink songs tonight. We've had one already. I know. And then we're going to play like an obscure one. If that first one was meant as an alternate to our. Oh well. Oh well. Tough. It's tough. I'm I'm in charge of this ship, and this is the good Captain Kink. I thought you were going to say of this. I wouldn't say that. I was, I was getting worried. We just play, I just played William Shatner singing CeeLo's oh, yeah. F.U. And it's bleeped out. That's all right, isn't it, on the radio? Yeah. I, never, I, I, yeah. I was, I was listening to... good. 
Bleeping's good, is it? Mm. I was listening to it before, and I was thinking, oh, maybe this is a bit rude. I know that um, Scott Mills, everyone's favourite broadcaster, Scott Mills, got mm. in trouble because he does a feature where he bleeps out swear words, but he didn't bleep out enough of the swear word, and he got in trouble for that. But William Shatner singing F You by CeeLo. Yeah. Uh, it's a good song, that. I've not heard the CeeLo version. The real one, uh, the radio edit, sorry, is Forget You. <laughs> it does, you know, listen, I'm not a huge fan of swearing on the radio, but I think that, I think you should be able to. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I know that, that there have been internet radio stations where, because you've been able to, they just come on and they do CFSBMF. Yeah. Um, but and I don't think you're supposed to do that. But I think that I think that 11 o'clock at night, if I want to drop the f bomb, because it's a word that we use, I should be able to. Yeah. Or if we want to play a song that's got the f bomb in it, or an think, interview with the f bomb, or an interview with an f bomb in it, because rock stars have got very potty oh, mouths, love it. very potty mouths. Then I think you should be able to. Mm. I'm not going to do that, Mr. Grace. If you're listening, don't, I know you're monitoring the show very carefully, uh, but I'm not going to do that. But I think that you should be able to do that. And it seems odd that you can't. And if we can get anything out of this coalition government, then hopefully it'll be the power to swear on radio. I'm interviewing Slash on Thursday. Yeah. Apparently I asked for it. Ages and I don't know anything ago. about Slash. Oh, well. I'm looking forward to it. It's, he's another rock legend, so it's always good. He is a rock legend, but I don't know anything about... Um, what band was he in? Guns N' Roses. No, I don't know anything about Guns N' Roses. Does he even talk about Guns N' Roses now? Because he's not in them now. I think you can talk about anything with him. Apparently he's just a real nice guy. He's I'll tell you one fact, though. Yeah. Out there in our hallway... He drew on Debbie Harry. Yeah, drew a moustache on Debbie Harry. Well, that'll be the interview. Yeah. What the hell are you doing, Slash, you goddamn pervert? I'm looking forward to it. Did you just call him a pervert? I did call him a pervert. I probably don't shouldn't do that in an interview. Don't do that in an interview. No, no, don't okay. say that. Might, some, some men take that as a compliment. Gene Simmons would. Gene Simmons. Dirty Gene Simmons. Yeah. Dirt. If there's anything I've learnt uh, in this world, it's that Gene Simmons is a very, very dirty man. I'm trying to find my Gene Simmons clips. Someone's muffed all this. Hang on a no second. No one to move them. Where's, where's it where he says, I'm Gene Simmons, and you're not? It's oh, on, yeah. it'll be here. For those of you that are tuning in late, I'm Gene Simmons, and you're not. That's Gene Simmons saying that. Um, so, tonight's show, we have got um, uh, Ray Davis from the Kinks on, which is very exciting. Yeah. Also, we have, now we, this is a, a serious thing that's been troubling me for a while. And I try to push it to the back of my mind. You know, you know when you're a teenager mm. and you're not sure if you fancy girls or boys mm. and you're struggling with it and you're struggling with it and you, may have, you, you, you mess around a bit with, like, men's willies and stuff but you try not to think about it. At what age? Sorry? What age? Did I just say that out loud? I'm having a thing. When you're, like, a teenager, like, 16, 17. <laughs> I'm having a thing, right, and this has been troubling me for a long time and I thought I can, put, I can suppress this. I can put it into a tiny little box in the, in the back of my head and I can lock the box up and throw away the key and I'll never need to think about it again, but I, I can't. And it's become more prevalent as time has progressed. I have been, since the age of 15, 22 years now, uh, a third of my life, just under, I have been a vegetarian. I'm not what are you going to say? I've been thinking of, of, of uh, looking for, at men. For 22 years, I've been thinking of touching men's willies. It's, cross, <laughs> it's popped into my mind every now and then, but not into my head. Uh, and uh, I've been a vegetarian since I was 15. And that is meat and fish. Mm. I'm not a pescatarian because I eat fish. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, you're a vegetarian? Do you eat fish? No, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, I thought you fish. No, that's biscuitarian. Oh, do you want some salmon? No, I don't eat it. I don't eat it. But it's been on my mind for a while. Maybe I should stop being a vegetarian and I should eat some meat. Why? Okay, here's why. I quite like the look of meat. It does look nice, especially looks if you nice. get like a sausage that's a bit brown on the outside. Oh, nice sausage. No, lovely sausage. I cooked a lovely turkey last Christmas. Yeah. Beautiful. Bacon on the top. Beautiful. Couldn't eat it. Part of me was thinking, well, it's hard I'm putting so much work into something I can't eat. So it's been on my mind. And also, because my little boy, he eats 
meat. Mm-hmm. And um, when I cook his food, I have to check that it's hot enough. So I've tested it. I've tasted a little bit of salmon to make sure it's the right temperature, not too hot, yeah. not too cold. Uh, and a little bit of chicken. And the salmon was the salmon was quite fishy. Mm. It was all right. It was a bit fishy. Mm. I quite enjoyed the chicken. I had a little bit. I had a little bit. I'll, I'll be okay. I'll be honest. Had a little bit test. It was too hot. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't. I gave him some. And another little taster. And then well, when you're feeding a baby, food gets everywhere, right? Because they're. I'm not being funny. Don't lick so, it off their face. I don't lick it off his face. Well, scoop it off his face. I, I, I have scooped food Ooh. off his face. And eat it. Oh, well, no, because what are you going to do? The thing is... Wipe it off. Well, yeah, you wipe it off and then you've got a dirty tissue. You might as well just scrape it off his face and eat oh, it. The worst it. thing is when you wipe bogeys off his nose and wrap it on your jeans. Well, you know, it's just it's just not. Um, so, and I did quite enjoy the chicken. The salmon was all right. Well, my friend of mine put it uh, an interesting way. Who, she's a vegetarian and she had a bit of meat. It was like it was like discovering a new flavour. Mm. Like, imagine a brand new... You've had pretty much all the flavours, haven't you? Yeah. I'd imagine there's that. a new flavour. And this is what this was like. It was like a new flavour. Wasabi is a new flavour for me. That's the hot green stuff, isn't yeah. it? I love wasabi. I like it. Oh, and I, I just like big chunks of it. Hot, mm, hot, 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 hot. Have I told you about my Chinese um, voice? No. When I was in a Chinese restaurant. No. Oh, this is terrible. Well, it's not terrible. Is it this, this is. It is a little bit racist, but it's not racist. It's a middle class person thinking they've done something racist when they haven't. Uh-huh. Right? White middle class person. So I'm in a Chinese restaurant, and we got served the food by this Chinese lady, Chinese waitress. And it was, um, I think I had sweet and sour mock pork. So it's like fake pork. Yeah. And I ate it and I went, oh, Now that sounds like I'm doing a Chinese voice. I'm not, that's my hot voice. And then I thought, oh God, I've been, that's how she thinks I'm, I'm doing a Chinese voice. And that's my hot voice. And so I was going, oh no. And then I, and so then I said really loudly, Oh, God, people are going to think that's my Chinese voice. That's not my Chinese voice. This, this is. is. And then I started doing a Chinese voice. <laughs> and as I'm doing it, I'm thinking, oh, no, stop doing a Chinese voice. Now it sounds like you, oh, were, no. you were gutted about your poor impression oh, earlier. And so then I'm sat in a Chinese restaurant being really racist and being quite loud to cover up the fact that I hadn't been racist earlier. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> my hot voice. But they're probably thinking, like, oh, he, he thought he did a bad job doing the hot voice. So he's really rubbing it in now by, do, by actually announcing <laughs> And this is my Chinese voice, <laughs> and doing that. So embarrassing. So, have you? Here's two things you have here. Have you ever been racist by accident? <laughs> we we will tread a fine line there. There is a fine line, and we can tread it because we're mature enough and we're adult enough, and we know what we're doing. So, if you've been racist by accident, but we'll monitor those calls very carefully. And but here's the main thing I want to know: O double three O one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Should I start eating meat? This is, I, I genuinely don't know. And uh, it, it, got, it came to a head today, it, yesterday. I mentioned it to my wife for the first time. I mentioned it to two friends who are vegetarians. And I mentioned it to my sister, who's a vegetarian. She's a piscatarian, she eats fish. And I was hoping that the three vegetarians, or the two vegetarians and the piscatarian, would talk me out of it. And they've all gone, well, if you want to. Well, if you're hoping they'll talk you out of it, doesn't that tell you that you don't want to start eating meat? No, what it tells me is I don't want to um, have wasted 22 years of my life. It's it, not a waste, it's just it's something you did, isn't it's part it? Of, it's part of the journey, isn't it? Yeah. It's part of the journey. That's what I think. You can't live for that past. But it does make me... It, I, would, I would feel like a failure. I would, I would feel like a failure that I haven't managed to achieve something for my whole life. But... Well, what is it that makes you want to eat meat? It then? looks nice. I, I really like to taste some lamb with mint sauce. Well, can't you just do what you want to do and have a little taste? But you, what was it you said earlier on that can't you have a bit of meat and then stop again and start and start the yeah, clock? You, yeah, start the clock so, again. So you say I'm a vegetarian for a, I've been a vegetarian for a day. 
Yeah. But that would be terrible. Well, why? It's only in your own goals you're setting in your head. If you just get rid of them goals, then it's all right. Mm. You don't have to justify yourself to the other uh, vegetarians. No, I know. And I'm not, I've never been one of those hardcore vegetarians. I quite often, I'm not quite often, I have been asked to do like, interviews for vegetarian magazines. And, stuff, and I don't do any of that because that's not, that's not my scene, man. You know, I don't want to be seen as a... You don't like push it on to other people. I don't push it on to other people. I think it's a private matter. I don't like those vegetarians that do, you get some arsy vegetarians that do mm. push it on to people. Yeah. And I think that's inappropriate. Yeah. Um, but 0330, 123, 1215 is the telephone number. I want vegetarians and I want what I believe non vegetarians are called meat eaters. I'm going to have a sneeze. I'm going to have a cough. <coughs> <coughs> Where's the sneeze you promised us? It's gone. <coughs> okay, we'll wait. Come on. It's gone. Oh, Eloise! Well, you know, no one sneezes. Everyone's. On radio. Everyone. It's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. I thought we were going to um, break the record there for having no sneezes. Oh, double three oh, one two three twelve fifteen. It's not set the phone lines alight, but I think this is. I'm going to work with this all night because this is a, this is a life decision. What I is making and stuff, isn't it? Mm. The only call we've got is Gary from Bristol. If you don't want Gary from Bristol to be the first call on the show tonight. O double three O, one two three twelve fifteen. So, ever been racist by accident? Um, uh, and vegetarianism, should I do it or should I not? O double three O, one two three twelve fifteen. You can call in with any old guff you want as well. I throw these things out, and it's entirely up to you, dear listener. Uh, but it, Monday night show, it's going to be a good one, I believe. Yeah. 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 I used to rule the world.
Listen up to Absolute Radio, the ra- the home of radio, where you listen. Who's scoring, Christian? Four days left to play. Spot a footballing celebrity, a player, an ex-player, a wag, a ref, a pundit. Get them to call Christian and win five grand for charity and five grand for yourself. Who's scoring, Christian? Only on Absolute Radio. Love Christmas, love Billy Connolly. Hello. Britain's favourite comedian returns with his blisteringly funny new show. Please be true. His first in three years shows why Billy is without equal. This is going to be a long day. <laughs> Connolly live in London, the comedy DVD of the year on DVD and Blu-ray now at play.com. Rated 15. When it comes to standalone broadband, Plusnet, a good Yorkshire company, won't be beat on price. I'll demonstrate this with Malcolm and his trusty tuber. Here's another broadband company's price. And this is Plusnet's lower price. No matter how low another company's price. Plusnet will always be lower. For more music to your ears, search Plusnet online. Plusnet, good, honest broadband from Yorkshire. Refers to equivalent broadband-only products against Plusnet value. BT line needed. Visit plus.net for price promise details. Subject to availability and setup fee. Conditions apply. Oh, I'm sorry. I was miles away there. <laughs> no, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio.
interesting mix this evening. Ever been racist by accident? And should I start eating meat again after 22 years? It, 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 it seems like some sort of cop-out, but I, it just looks so tasty. And I tried a little bit of chicken the other day and a bit of salmon, and it was, you know, it was the salmon was fishy, but the chicken was... Uh... All right, Bar- expect salmon to be? Well, I don't know. Barry from Watford. Hello Were there. you saying that under your breath without knowing <laughs> yeah, your mic was up? Yeah. Do you cheek me when you're not on, on the air? <laughs> no. Eloise, did you hear that, Barry? <laughs> what did she call you? A lanky pumps? Uh, no. A long drink of water? No, she... she... A streak of wee-wee? No, Barry, she didn't. She answered me. Not very me. talented. Shut up, Barry. Used to be famous. Oh, OK, that's it, Barry. I'm about to... Not you forgot googly-eyed. the other one. Hello? Yes, Barry, what do you want? Oh, so what did she say under her breath? Oh, she, it wasn't under her breath. She said it out loud and proud, but she didn't realise... Cannabis? Funny hair? She, what? <laughs> I'm getting my, I'm getting my, uh, my hair cut tomorrow. I'm going to get cut short. Short and choppy. Oh, who's doing it? The council again. Oh, Jesus. It is short and choppy. It's, it's quite long at the moment. Mm. I like that long, uh, floppy, intellectual look. Right. If, if only you read a book, you might be able to carry it off. Barry, you know? Barry what can I do for you this evening? Oh, have, you been, have you been racist, either by accident or deliberately, you old fool? Because in your day, you. in your uh, day well, they taught racism at school, didn't they? It was, it was de rigueur yes. in my day, yes. and that was too French for us, even. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Now, listen, <laughs> Ian, yes. first of all, that... <laughs> I was being doubly racist by confusing my du- Asian nations. Du- doubly racist, du- you see. Du- 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 who was the fellow who used to present doubly racist? Was it Barry, oh, was it Barry well, Court? Uh, Barry Court and Johnny Chinquas. <laughs> Barry Court and Johnny Chinquas. He used to present um, doubly yeah. racist. Uh, am I Chinese or Japanese? And he's one of these lumps of cheese he used oh, to do. It was, they, it was yeah. good that, um, that they used to. Who's because that, that that panel show? And who's that? That was oh, that American uh, woman was on it all the time. Yeah, um, Diane uh, Diane Crickshanks. Diane Crickshanks was on it. Nine sixty-six. The Queen pulled down the neck. She let the bum said, "Yeah, I'm done." All that sort of thing. You hey, know. She was one of those people who you're you you're watching her and you're like, she's famous, but you're thinking, why is she famous? Well, I tour she famous. Well, you know why well, Diane Crookshank. I don't know why Diane Crookshank was famous. Tell all the listeners why. Well, you tell them. Uh, I'd rather not. Oh, well, no, she yes. wasn't famous for that. I mean, that that like the prolongs biro incident. the biro incident prolongs her fame, but that's not how she made her name because she managed to she l- said lose a she biro. She said she slipped on it. She said she slipped, she slipped on, on it, it. And, and that's fine. But and, then and what was that... she doing walking around in the office without any knickers on? That's. <laughs> That was the question my mum used to ask. Confusing our Oriental friends with those of the land of the rising sun. Anyway, I digress. Please do. I've phoned up. Yes. Yes. Now, yes. Okay. Ah. We've done that. I have now. I phoned up to sell my show on the (laughs) 17th of November. I'm surprised it's not sold out already. Um, it's it's nearly sold out, okay. but I might be able to shift three or four hundred tickets <laughs> if <laughs> anyone wants to come. Give me the <laughs> dates and the, the right. location. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, grab a pad, anyone who's... Might be one by the side of the bed. Wake up! Go to the landing. Anyone who's listening, turn on the landing light. Get a pen. Get a pen. It's All right, we know, we know you want them to get a pen, OK? Don't, they've got oh, a pen sorry. now. 
or make a mental note. It's a week on Wednesday, the seventeenth of November. Um, that's all. Can I just say that's also the night I'm DJing at a Japanese um, music uh, event. Well, is it Japanese or Chinese? You <laughs> I, tell me. I, I don't know, but I will also I will be working that night, Barry. So I will be up against you. Well, especially the Chinese one, because 20 minutes later you fancy another one, There we go, you? boom, boom. OK, so the 17th, yes, where is it? Sorry to anyone offended. There won't be no racial stuff in Or, or Chinese people. <laughs> or, or funny stuff comes back. No. Anyway, OK, here we go. Where is it's, it? It's at the Leicester Square Theatre in yes. central London, in London's fashionable West End. Yes, yes. It's, the, it's a week on Wednesday, it's 7.30, three support acts in the first half before I come on second oh, half and muff it up. Yeah. Uh, but I thought we could give away some tickets. Oh, OK, that sounds like a good idea, a little competition type, type thing. If anyone's interested. OK, well, let's, let's hang on a second, let's see. Line three, would you be interested in winning tickets? Yeah, I, I would, Ian, actually, Oh, uh, no, bloody... Uh, uh, excuse yeah, me. Okay. Ian? Turn your radio off. Oh, so you always saw that, Barry? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barry? Yes? In my yellow jersey, I went out on the neck. Gosh. South Street, Romford, shopping arcade. Arcade. Razzle in my pocket, I okay. never paid. Inside yeah. my jacket and away double quick. Yeah, I've just alerted the fact, Andre, I'm trying to sell tickets to my show. Oh, oh sorry, Barry, could I come? Yes, of course you can. Uh, when is it again? It's on the Wednesday the 17th, the Bandit from Walford Comedy Show, box what? office 0844 847 2475. Oh, could you send me one? Three and nine a I think you're cutting out. I, I must have missed that. I'm so sorry, caller. Right, so uh, Barry, what do you you want to give some, a pair of tickets away? Yeah, should we get on with it? Can we, please? But uh, I'll be giving out details of where I'm performing next Wednesday uh, later on in the show. Oh, uh, this. What I I'll be playing we... Japanese music at a Japanese um, uh, night of uh, live bands and DJs. I'll be uh, DJing for an hour between eight and nine, uh, uh, somewhere in Houston. Details to follow. Barry, please. Okay, dokie. You're all uh, welcome to come. Come and say hello. Don't touch me, Barry. Well, please. I, I, is that not the date of my show? Is it is it? the date of your show. Yes. Next I Wednesday. will be hobnobbing with London's glitterati and Andre by the sound of it in oh, the bar afterwards. Okay. Okay. Well, I thought I'd read yes. an excerpt from Margaret's diary. Oh, your missus. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. And on the, on our anniversary, 11th of August, well, it's not anniversary, the day we got married, oh, okay. 1950. Yeah. And I thought I'd do a poem. Anyone who wants to finish the oh, poem, okay, yeah. the best one yeah. wins yeah. two tickets to my show. Okay. Now, supposing no one calls in to enter this competition, we'll be embarrassed, all okay, right? We'll be anyway. No, don't. It's all right. Uh, Barry? Yes? Why wasn't you on the A13 on that snowy night? I've got a horrible feeling you're going to keep mentioning this until the day I die, which... <laughs> Could be the next Wednesday. Yes. Right. Wednesday, I'll be dying. Right. OK, so here's an expert it, excerpt from Margaret's diary. Can you cut that funny man... Well, I say funny, that man off. OK, I've cut, I've cut him off, Barry, but then how are you going to do the competition? Oh, you okay. meant Andre. Sorry, yes, I apologise. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm going to read out this diary. I'll do a poem. Anyone who wants to finish it, the best one or wins the, the ticket. the only one, if we only get right. one. Right. Yes. This is Margaret's diary when we got married. Oh, what a lucky girl I am, she wrote. Today I married Barry. At last he has committed to me and won't go chasing the girls no more. 
I am his wife. Yes. I will never forget the look on his face as he raised my veil and saw his bride for the first time. After the initial shock, oh. he composed himself and even managed a smile and leant in to kiss me. Oh, How I love it. Isn't that romantic? Then she wrote a poem, okay. which I want you to finish. Okay. There once was a man from Hearts, that's Hertfordshire, who spent... <laughs> who spent don't add the from Hertfordshire, from Hearts, <laughs> yes. who spent too long with the tarts. Yes. But he got himself a wife... And he stabbed her with a knife, and now he can't stop doing farts. Two tickets to no, and me. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go because I'm working. OK. Give me that. There was, go on. There once was a man from Hearts who yeah. spent too long with the tarts. Yeah. But he got himself a wife. Da 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 but he, he got himself a wife. Stabbed her with a knife and now he can't stop doing farts. Yes, we had that one. <laughs> Good one, though, is it? Yeah, horrible on a, a number of counts, that one. But and, and if anyone doesn't want to enter the competition, which is, let's face it, a spurious way to sell some tickets, <laughs> let, <laughs> please do come. Yes, but all come and see me playing some music. Yeah, but you'd rather see some comedy. Oh, uh... well, they're on different nights, aren't they? No, mine's next Wednesday. Oh. So's mine. No, mine is. No, mine's on at 7.30 with three support I'm, acts. I'm on, a, I'm on at 8. It's all right, they could go to you and then to Barry, because Barry's not on till like, later on. They might as well, if they come to well, me, you, they might as well stay well, there. You want to see the first time? I'm doing the wee-wee joke, if anyone's interested. No. I think we've... Killed this a bit now. Please enter, listeners. Don't be afraid of your freedom.
from my granddaddy. Come, these are the words being from my granddaddy. If you say nothing in this world, like when I'm a new and free. Free from the lock, I'm say free from the key. Free like a butterfly, free like a bee. These are the words being from my granddaddy. Said it's nice to be free, nice to be free. Free from the lock, I'm say free from the key. Don't be afraid of your freedom. returns with his blisteringly funny new show. Please be true. His first in three years shows why Billy is without equal. This is going to be a long night. <laughs> Billy Connolly, live in London. The comedy DVD of the year. On DVD and Blu-ray now at play.com. Rated 15. From whiskey to the White House. From the World Trade Center to weapons of mass destruction. From war on terrorism to waterboarding. W reveals more. Only in the Times tomorrow. Read further exclusive revelations from the memoirs of George W. Bush, including his relationship with Tony Blair and his reaction to Hurricane Katrina. Be part of the Times. This tennis racket you sold me, sir, it feels smaller than my last one. Well, that's progress, sir. Same with Hi-Fi Mobile. And the strings have been filled in. Look. Know your rights and right your wrongs. Goods you buy must fit their description, be of satisfactory quality and be suitable for their purpose. For clear practical advice, visit consumerdirect.gov.uk. This is Richard Hammond, the tall, good-looking one from Top Gear. Don't miss Richard Hammond at Top Gear Live as the MPH show hits Birmingham's NEC this Thursday to Sunday. Be part of all the fun, laughter and stunts, along with one of the largest collections of supercars ever assembled. Come and catch all the usual mayhem, mockery and more. Log on to mphshow.co.uk for more details. Oh, and Jeremy and James will be there too. But then you can't have everything. If you want to win a pair of tickets, all you've got to do to see Barry from Watford, by the way, live next Wednesday, I'm also DJing at Japanese Night, but more of that later, is uh, finish this, complete this limerick. There once was a man from Hearts who spent too long with the tarts, but he got himself a wife. Da 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 I was thinking if you turned into a carnival like the rest of us, you might not be so sickly. Well, <laughs> this is, no, you, you, I, I, you may be right. I'm always very lethargic and tired and poorly, and if I ate a bit of meat, I might not. I might have a bit of energy. 
Yeah, I mean, if not, I can always lend you some of my oxygen. Oh, I'd like a nice, <laughs> nice bit of pure oxygen would be lovely. Oh, um, I've been to see the Kinks. When? 1964. Oh, really? Twice. Where did you see them? Cambridge and Lower Stuff. Oh, were they good? They weren't bad, yeah. <laughs> they were at the same time as the Beatles. Uh, well, what, were they supporting the Beatles? Uh-huh. That's not bad. So you were there for the Beatles, were you? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. But I bet you couldn't hear any anything. Nothing. Oh, man. Not one thing. Was Don't it just, just constant, constant screaming like we see on the films? Yes. That's Two insane. rows from the back, but I could still see them. Did you wet yourself? No. Did you hear these stories that girls wet themselves when they see the Beatles? I wouldn't have. Not me, no. No, not you. That would be no. silly. Oh, OK. My mum saw the Beatles, and she couldn't hear a thing either. The thing was, Ian. Yeah. They weren't that brilliant. I'm sorry, but they weren't. Well, hang on, you couldn't hear them. <laughs> no, but, I mean, they were on for about 15 minutes. They I did, mean, I've been yeah. to see Bon Jovi and all for a couple of hours. They did do very short sets in they the 60s, though. They 15, did, 20 yeah. minutes, tops. Anyway, you have some nice meat inside you, mate. And you as well, Rose. I'll try. No, no, it's... Tom is in Preston. Good evening, Tom. Hi, Ian. H- how are uh, you doing? You right? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you very much. That's good to hear. Um, yeah. Well, the question there was about being vegetarian, wasn't there? Y- yeah. Um... I reckon if you want to eat meat, then go for it. Yeah. Because the only person that really matters is yourself, so... Well, does it, though, Tom? Does it... What about the the little lambs that are gambling around in the fields? Eat roadkill. Well, no, (laughs) you say that, Eloise, but that's a possibility. Can can you buy roadkill? You must be able to somewhere. Tesco's don't do it. I looked. No. What you can't do is if I knock down a deer... I can't then pick up that roadkill, but somebody else can. You can't pick up the thing that you've knocked down yourself. Really? That's the law, yeah. It's, uh, you can if it's, if it's uh, deer season. Well, no, not if you lock it down in the car, I don't think you can. Is that, I, I thought that if, if uh, they were in season and you could hunt them, then if you hit them with a the car, you could take them. I the thought, this is how I heard it, Tom, that if anything you knock down in a car, you're not allowed to pick that up yourself. But if you see a dead animal in the street, you're allowed to pick that up and take it home and eat it. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. But, but, you, but might, you, yeah, I might be wrong. I, th- I think you might be wrong. Are you a vegetarian, yeah. Tom? Um, no, I, tr- I went vegan for a, a bit, just I like had vegetable curries, and that was fun. But I just meat is delicious. So. V- vegan food is is very very dull, and any vegan who says it isn't is a liar. I have eaten <laughs> vegan food. I've been to very posh, swanky vegan restaurants where you know they, it's dull. It's dull. You can't have milk and an egg in it. Well, it's yeah. not, it's not. It's insane. Um, get, there's all these vegans at home now getting angry. It's true. If you're a vegan, <laughs> it is the dullest food in the world. <laughs> well, um, here's the thing, right? Yes. If God didn't want us to eat meat, but to eat animals, why would he have made them out of meat? Um, Did you hear that? Uh, well, say, say it again, Eloise, uh, to Eloise, and see if she can make any sense of that nonsense. Tom, go on, away you go. If God didn't want us to eat animals, why would he have made them out of meat? Because um, meat is delicious, right? But but we're make... made out of meat. So you yeah, saying you want to eat you meat? Can't keep them shops, but what, that's it. Well, but God didn't decree that. Or whatever you believe in. Well done, Louise. Tom, you started off well. You ended up talking out of your backside, as it often goes on this show. It's often the way. Let's go to Andy. Uh, good evening, Andy. Also, he created veg as well. He did create veg. Not Andy. Andy didn't create veg. No, he that might was... have. Well, Andy, did you create veg? That would be a secret. <laughs> That'll oh, be a secret. Yeah. Oh, it's probably yeah. true. Yeah. Anyone who says that is true. I'd sound insane if I said yes. I'd sound insane if I said no. 
and um, in between there's a lot of pain. In, you know what I mean? You wouldn't be insane if you said no. It'd be the truth. Yeah, well, life is. OK. Well, Andy, you've <laughs> called in. We've gone off on a tangent. Let's try and rein you back in from this uh, flight of fan <laughs> fancy. What have you got for us? Um, well, basically, you need a good balanced diet. You need proteins and vegetables. Carbohydrates. Um, carbohydrates. Salt. Now, your lethargy could be down to either lack of protein yeah. or just um, lack of exercise. Ian, do you eat cheese, nuts and spinach, though? That's eat, the ones you need plenty of I nuts. Eat, I, eat, I don't eat nuts because I think nuts are horrible. Oh, I love them. I eat cheese and I have a bit of spinach every now and then. Mm. But it, so it would be, it wouldn't it? I, I would be so pissed off though if I started eating meat and suddenly my lifetime of lethargy and unenthusiasm was wiped away and I was like, whoa. But then what you've got to think is what the future beholds with of the rest well, of your life. But of... now being lethargic and tired, I don't want the future to be full of energy and excitement. Because I don't want that. You've got a new little kid. It's good to have some uh, They're hard work. energy. It would exactly. Be good. But maybe I'll have too well, much energy. Well, when you've got kids, you've got to fe you've got to, got to feed them a high protein diet. Oh, he, he eats me. To um, keep them growing. We, with well, plenty of um, fresh fruit. The way to stop them growing is you put them in a in a small box, and then they can't grow, and they just they just fill that box. But he, <laughs> I, I, it's no, true. who wants small kids? I mean, unless you're perverted. You feed them kids some are meant to be small. And, um, oh, I want small kids. All kids are small. No, not when they grow up properly. Well, then but they grow up. Adults. That's when they're grown up. Yeah, exactly. They're adults then. Yeah, well, it depends how long it takes them, innit? Well, <laughs> how long does it take a kid to grow into an adult, Andy? I spent, um, I think, eighteen thirty to nineteen eighty-one at school. So uh, I did puberty to the mid eighty, uh, mid seventies. So it takes a while sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I guess. I wonder what the average age is for adult for kids growing up into adults. Ah, it depends where you come from and the sort of um, <laughs> animals which you're breeding round here. I mean, round here, there's kids of four and five who are post pubescent, and they have cows in their area. No, no, Sheep, no they're hybrid dogs mostly. Oh. Yeah. Hybrid dog postmen. Yeah. Hybrid dogs cause puberty. So you got five-year-old post-pubescent children. Yep. Wow. And what? They're, so they're five-year-olds walking around with going talking like that. Um, no, there's five-year-olds running around um, chasing anything which doesn't move fast enough. Like a bird. Uh, anyway, back yes. to the point. Yes. That, um, okay. Without, fly away, uh, without your essential balance of. Proteins, vitamins, and minerals. Yes, you're going to lack energy. Okay. You will not heal properly. Heal, and you may look skinny, fit, and healthy. <laughs> Thank you. But inside, I'm dying because no. your body's not repairing itself properly because it hasn't got the building blocks. Repairing itself from what? Um, Daily wear well, and tear. As you know, as you age, cells die. They yeah. get replaced. Andy, can I ask, are you, uh, do you have medical training? Because it sounds like you know what you're talking about here. A little. OK. A doctor? Yeah, I've found um, 11 doctorates or above so far. Ask him about my finger. Hang on a second. 11 doctorates or above he's got so far. Then, exactly. Then, uh, Dr Andy, stay on the line, because Eloise has got a serious medical question for you. Eloise. I've burnt my finger, and it's gone into a massive... Like, I'm not exaggerating. It's a way. massive it's a blister. Huge blister. It's the whole tip of her finger is blister now. Do I pop it? Or are you meant to keep it, pop it. unpopped? Pop it on the air. 
Well, personally speaking, I would stick some Savlon on it and a plaster. A Savloy? Savlon. Savlon, OK. Right. So, Unless you've got some aloe vera. No, I don't. So don't pop it. I shouldn't pop no. it. Or she could... If you, pop, if you pop it, you expose the... Um, Breast. <laughs> the naked flesh to oh, yeah. the environment, the and that's going to sting like hell. Oh, but so it, okay. basically, you want you want to keep it. Um, if you want if you want to yeah. um, pop it, you're going to end up with a big hole in your finger, oh. yeah. which is going to be very raw and tender until it heals over. Oh, okay, I won't pop it then. Sorry. Andy, listen, can, can you stay on the line? Can we see if anybody else wants to get some medical advice from you? Um, no. Oh, that's a shame. I'm still waiting for my, certi- I'm still waiting for my certificates. Okay, well, when the certificates come through, maybe you'd, you'd like to give out medical advice. Well, yeah. We can put a disclaimer I, on it I, saying I that it. Medicine in 1853 and 1964. So. Hey, sorry. Hey, say that again, Andy. 1853, 1964. What happened then? Well, 1853 was one of them um, daft school exams in them days. They tested you for everything to see what sort of job were you, you was fit for. In 1853? Yeah. The year? Yeah. And you got tested in 1853? Yeah, they tested you for everything. What, in the year? Yeah. In the year 1853, you were tested for everything? 18, not 19. Yep. Yeah, well, in 1953, well, but... World War II, that things went downhill rapidly. Yes. Well, we, we, we were the Germans. In 83? In 1853, yeah, we, what happened to you? Um, uh, uh, they gave me another set of exams to do. Okay, in 1853. Yeah, well, I, I do exams. I, I don't get the certificates no. because of the postal problems I've been having since 1710. And it's a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, hasta la vista, man. <laughs> postal problems since 1710. There's your best bits podcast. Yeah, well, no, it's Ray Davis, oh, unedited. Oh, it's the unedited Ray Davis. Never mind, we had Golden. I should probably play some Ray Davis out. That was lovely. That's made my day, that has. I've got it for Sony. <laughs> that has made my day. Right. Ray Davis, uh, of course, from the Kinks, has got a new album called See My Friends, where he does cover versions uh, with lots of famous people. Some of the tracks on there are brilliant. There's a couple. The, 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 the all day and all of the night I'm not so keen on. But there are some brilliant, brilliant tracks on there. Uh, Ray Davis is a huge hero of mine. I love the Kinks. He came in um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and this is the first part of uh, the interview with him. Ray Davis, it's an honour to meet you. I've got to say, I'm a little bit nervous, because I've been oh. a huge fan of yours. Oh. This album, See My Friends, is fantastic. Thanks, man. It's really lovely. There's, there's always a worry, I think, when people do sort of duets albums, you think mm. they're going to be slightly limper versions yeah, yeah. of the songs. But these really rock. Yeah, these are, uh, lame doesn't enter my head <laughs> <laughs> when I do anything. And I think the key to it was that everybody, for the most part, were in the studio together. Yeah. It wasn't tapes that were farmed out to other people. And other, you know, we actually met and yeah. we, we interacted and we... It was a collaboration album. Were you? So were you? Are you telling me you and Bruce Springsteen were singing opposite each other? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was, well, in New Jersey, I did the backtracks in New York, yeah. uh, Electric Ladyland, using some house guys I know in New York, and um, drove down to New Jersey. And yeah. I'd just spoken to Bruce about the arrangement, so he was well prepped. 
and uh, went into his studio there and we sang it live. And well, because when I heard about this album, I was, I w- I'm surprised that Better Things is on it, which is one of my favourite yeah. kink songs. Kai was 81, something like that, yeah, 82? Bruce picked it. Did he? Yeah, and that, and that surprised me. Because at the time we met and discussed it, he was doing You Really Got Me live in concert. Right. It was like an encore song. Yeah. And he said, I want to do better things because I think he felt that it, it was a hit in America. Right. Radio hit in America when he was in really emerging big time, yeah. probably stuck in his consciousness. But it, uh, I think it's quite Springstonian, the version we've done. Do you know, it, it is. Before I heard it, I could imagine him doing that it's really good to see you you know all yeah. of that it's kind of a springsteen it, yeah. anthem yeah. and it fits it wasn't it was kind of a hit over here as well wasn't yeah, it? It was yeah yeah top 50 or, yeah yeah got in the top but i think 20. it's one of those it's one of those kink songs that you know it's, it's kind of slipped through the the filter a little bit yeah. maybe people aren't aware of so it's lovely to have it on there it is a nice mix of you've got your you know sort of the, the big hits but some slightly obscure songs as well the the, the version of destroyer yeah. is is great with billy corgan Billy smashing pumpkins. Calling. What was he like? Billy's all right. Yeah. Um, Destroyer. When a bit of backstory of Destroyer it was recorded when the Kinks did it. It was recorded in New York, and um, I just said to my brother, "Play all down all the night." Mm. And I, when the Kinks recorded it, I called out the changes as we were going through it. It's recorded in one take. If you ever hear the Kinks version. Oh yes, of course. And um, so, and Billy wanted to do all down all the night. I said, well, let me chuck Destroyer in. And he remembered that song yeah. because, again, when Smashing Pumpkins were emerging, that was a hit in America. So we just combined the two yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun because Destroyer's quite, you know, there's, there's that whole dark paranoia, the Destroyer yeah. Yeah. kind of, and picking up from sort of where Lola... It's got a bit of Lola. It's like a backstory is it's carry on lyrically from where Lola left off. And then uh, got, it's almost refers to three songs in one. Listen, everyone else has ripped you off. You, you're allowed to rip yourself off. Yeah. Every, you know, yeah. my problem, I get sued. <laughs> really? If I rip myself do off, they sue me. you know, I'm you don't own the back catalogue, or do you? Uh, we don't. The Kinks don't own the back catalogue, what's sad. That must be frustrating. It, it, it is, but many artists have learned to live with yeah. it, yeah. How you mentioned Dave, how is Dave? I think he's okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he's uh, you know, as guitar players go, he, he was the most incredible, powerful player. Yeah, yeah. Really, really powerful, and it had this edge of sens- sens- sensitivity mm. about his playing. And what is amazing about Dave is, is his range. He yeah. gets right because a lot of our records he sang high. I had a girl singing the high part mm. in her range, and Dave would sing an octave up with her. So Fantastic. it's really got incredible, and it gives it a really nice yeah. texture. Listen, I live. In Muswell Hill, uh-huh. I'm a Muswell Hillbilly now. Do you ever do you ever drive through there and look at the changes and the things that have happened there? I do, but not much has changed in Muswell. Really? Well, structure, you know. But I still feel it's the same place. You know, the church where I used to sing in the choir is still yeah. there. And uh, yeah, I drive through it a lot. I drive through it. I don't really stop. <laughs> you don't get out and stop. If it's any backstory, to Lucinda Williams is on the record, yeah. and we recorded a long way from home. Lucinda comes from the south in America. And uh, after the recording, I took <laughs> to a fish, took her to an Indian restaurant in Muswell Hill. So it's quite Do an you know exp- which one? Which, where was that? I forget where it was. Just down to Forty Screen. I oh, think okay. she <laughs> loved it. It's so funny hearing you saying, "This is where I live," and he sees uh, how lovely. Did you record some of this at Conk? Is Conk still going? Conk's still going. Is the building is for sale, but Conk's still functioning. Right. People still want to make records. There. It's got a great live room. Yeah. And um, but most the record was recorded in lots of different places. Yeah. 
but um, uh, put together at Conk Studios. Mm. Now, Eloise, which song am I supposed to play? Uh, I was on the phone. Um, I'm going to play the one from the new album then, shall I? Yeah. He didn't mention it. Well, we mentioned it, but he didn't say. I didn't say that's what I'm going to play. Just play it. This is from the Ray Davis new album. See my friends. This is Ray Davis and Bruce Springsteen singing the excellent and underrated and oft forgotten better things.
Absolute Radio. In cinemas now is the hilarious new film from the director of The Hangover, Due Date. Robert Downey Jr. stars in this wild comedy road trip about the mishaps encountered by a father-to-be trying to get home before his wife gives birth. It's very funny, a bit rude in places, but if you love films like The Hangover and get him to the Greek, then you really can't afford to miss Due Date. Go see it. We're getting very excited about a new mobile platform, Windows Phone 7. With handsets made by HTC, LG and Samsung, it offers a fresh, fun user interface and exciting features for music lovers and gamers. We love the live apps, which update in real time, so you can see if your train's delayed or how your football team's doing just by glancing at your phone. And with Xbox, Office 2010 and Facebook fully integrated, it's impressive stuff. It looks great and it feels good too. And with the Absolute Radio app, you can access all of our stations at the touch of a button. Keep an eye out for Windows Phone 7, because we reckon a serious rival to the iPhone and Android has finally arrived. What? Rocks. Absolute Radio. V-A-T. Just three little letters, but what a difference they make to your day. And your bank balance. Morning coffees, evening meals, even your socks aren't safe. So wouldn't it be nice if someone took care of it? Well, buy any new Renault in the iMusic range before the end of December and we'll pay the VAT for you. And talking of dodging tax, take a test drive soon and you could win a trip to Monaco. Visit your local dealer or renault.co.uk slash offers for details. Right, well, you know, you've got uh, the wooden flooring, that's going to add a fair bit, and uh, the panelling don't come cheap, but I should be able to knock a little bit off for labour. So, um, let me have a little look. Say, um, £5,467.19. Turn estimated bills into accurate ones. With our online Energy Smart service, you'll only pay for the energy you use each month, putting you firmly in control. Find out more at britishgas.co.uk. Look after your world with British Gas. Exclusions apply. Who the hell is Ben Jones? Ramadama Ding Dong, Ben Jones here, and this is the Ian Lee Show on Absolute Radio. Call him now, 0330 123 1215.
This is Inley, Absolute Radio. Mondays to Thursdays, 11 o'clock till 1 o'clock. Thank you for all of your tips and advice on uh, how to preserve my voice. I have been drinking lots of um, nutmeg. Nutmeg? Not nutmeg. Ginger. Is it ginger? Have I been drinking ginger tea? What's that thing, the root? Hang on a second. Let's just go... Uh... Chavi Vicky, is it ginger Ginger tea? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's honey and lemon. No, but I had a, a root... Oh, right. Well, it's probably ginger. A ginger tea, right. And everyone says, oh, it's not very nice. It's delicious. Ugh. Oh, no, no, no. it no. burns your throat. No, it's spicy. Spicy. It's hot, 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 hot! Yeah, but it burns. It's spicy. I don't like it. Well, you're you're an idiot. No, I'm not. It's lovely. And you put a bit of honey in there, mm. and it's delicious. Mm. I, I, there's this ginger drink that I've had before, and it's a bit... Ugh. Iron brew. No. Oh. I like iron brew. I like iron brew. I like iron brew, but not too much iron brew. That's because you're Scottish, isn't it? No, I'm not Scottish. You got Scotch in you. Well, he's my granddad. Yeah, that's how you sort of. But then, I fa- but then here's, here's a bit of family gossip. I only, I only found out recently he's not my real granddad. Oh my god! Do you know what? There's all sorts of weird and wonderful things goes on in families. Oh, so my granddad just? wasn't my granddad either. Well, I said, I mean, he was my granddad, but he wasn't biologically. And I said this to my my mum and my sister. They went, "Oh, we thought you knew." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, never mind. There we go." Yeah. But he was still my granddad. I still love him very much. But you know, it's just, suddenly it was a bit. Oh, no, so my I granddad. My granddad was my, was my step granddad, and I didn't know until I was about eighteen. But this is this is what we're doing tomorrow. We're doing uh, Eloise. This is what we're doing on tomorrow's show. What's that? Uh, family secrets. Oh, okay. We're doing a whole show where people can find out and they can change their name and put on silly voices, not racist voices, <laughs> uh, and they're going to tell us their family secrets. I found out my granddad. My granddad isn't my granddad. I remember you saying that actually. Yeah. When, was, so, when did you find that out? Uh, well, maybe a year ago, maybe. Mm. A while ago. But, I mean, I still love him very much. He's dead it's now, just, obviously. Yeah. But it's just a bit, ooh. Mm, Which I is, bet. He was Scottish and he had a very strong Scotch accent and he used to drink a lot. And when I was a little boy, I couldn't understand what he said. And I'd be uh. really upset because he'd be, like, talking to me and I'd be like, I don't know what he's saying, Mum! <laughs> Turns out he's not my real granddad, so... But anyway, you know, he's, he's a very nice man and I was still very much in love with him. Anyway, Vicky. Yeah. What, yeah. Have, you, what, what have you got? All right. A couple of things about racism. Yeah. And um, about me. Yes. Right. Racist meat. <laughs> racist meat. Meat is racist, yes. Meat is racist. Firstly, that was very racist inadvertently to my stepdad yesterday. I should just say, we're ask, we are, I'm considering becoming a, a meat eater after a vegetarian for 22 years, and uh, after I was accidentally racist in a Chinese restaurant, we are asking for your tales of accidental racism. OK, Vicky, so go on, what happened? Well, he cooked me chicken, rice and peas for my birthday last week. Yep. He always does it every, every year. It's a bit of a, bit of a thing. Oh, ha- ha- happy birthday. Well, you knew it was my Jeez. birthday last week because you spoke to me on my birthday. Okay, well, I've forgotten yeah. that. 
So, um, yeah, but he made me the chicken, rice and peas. Yeah. And I thanked him for it yesterday yeah. when I spoke to him on the phone. Um, and for some peculiar reason, I decided to start talking like shab- Shaggy on, on, the, on the phone to him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where it came from. Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, and I, I just did it. And it then was, I realised... And the more I, the more I realised, the more I carried on doing it. And, um, you know, he didn't... He sort of, sort of laughed uncomfortably. Oh, I would and laugh uncomfortably, yeah. Uncle. Oh, so that was a bit inadvertently racist. It was a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, you've already had meat in your mouth, so... Steady, are... steady. Yeah. That was an accident. It was a drunk night, and I didn't, I didn't know the fella. I thought he was someone else. Oh, sorry, what? <laughs> so the fact that you've had meat in your mouth means that you really are a meat eater already. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm no, doing it to stop a baby burning its mouth. You had chicken. But in your technically, mouth. what she's saying is technically you already have eaten the meat, so you've you've wiped that twenty years. Eloise, here's a quiz Absolutely. question. You may know the answer, Vicky. So keep quiet. Eloise, here's a quiz question. What's that? Who starts singing here? Hang on, here we go. Here we go. Who starts singing here? Who starts singing there? Paul McCartney. From the Beatles? Yeah. You're interested in correct answer. That'll be our competition for this evening. Not, not no prize. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three. Who starts singing here? Give me his little, his little snip. Let's do it again. It's good, that one. You like that. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Who starts singing there? Vicky, anything else? Well, I also want to say thank you for serenading me on my birthday with your wonderful rendition of S Club 7. It was oh, all right, that wasn't it? I, I thought I had it on my iPod. I did. Ha- I do have an S Club 7 album on my iPod, but I, it didn't have that on it, unfortunately. Well, I, I was touched. I was, I was surprised you even played that much. Why don't it? you say thank you in a shaggy voice? No, probably yeah. best. Probably best that we don't. We don't. I'd love to hear the shaggy voice. She's doing an impression of someone. Are you eating? Yeah. What have you got? Cheerios. Oh, I don't think I've ever had Cheerios. Mm. Okay. No, you're not missing much. You don't know who sings here. It's probably not even a Beatle. It's probably a coffee that you've got. It's a. It's, this is Let It Be by the Beatles. Well, I'm going to guess it's going to be George Harrison because he's your favourite, and okay. it would be a strange one to go for. Shall I play it? Yeah. Here we go. So this is Let It Be by the Beatles, yeah? Who's going to sing? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Shaggy! Honey, give me that she got me right here. Picture this, we were both butt naked back oh, I don't in the bathroom. Oh, oh, <laughs> How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you forget the woman, it's just so you're feeling. It's Shaggy. You better watch your mouth before she turn into a killer. This will do the situation that you call the winner. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. If she say a night convince her, say a day. Never admit to a word that she say. And if she claim a you tell her baby, no way. Call me butt naked. It's good there. Et cetera, et cetera. I, I can do a good shaggy. Oh, let the woman let she's kind of gone away. Oh, that but I think that's how he sings it, isn't it? Mm. I used to have to do it. It came out not as good as it used to sound in my head. Let's go to Howl Bennett. Hey, Howl. Huel, Howl. Where is he gone? He's there. Howl. Howl. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well. How are you doing, Howl? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I think Eloise should um, pierce the uh, do what? blister. 
I think she should pierce the blister. Make a really small hole. Yeah. Just to let, uh, is there juice in there, Louise? Is there what? Is there juice? Is there fluid in Loads. there? Loads. It's like a big bubble. Oh, so awesome. you've got to let it out and then it can dry out. You see, make a really small hole with a needle from yeah. the side. Don't like stab yourself with it because that'll hurt. Because when it goes through the initial very thin skin, it will go into the pink skin. So just um, do it. I can do it. I've burst blisters before. I'll do it for you. I need to make sure I've got, like, a plaster, though. You don't need a plaster. Uh, Let all all the juice out, and then then it'll just dry out. Because it'll it'll take ages to heal on its own. It won't heal like that. You've got to type with that finger and do stuff. It is hard typing with it, if I'm honest. I've got a pencil here. If I I sharpen it No, I'll get lead poisoning. So, yeah. Hal is right. You should, of course, burst it. Yeah, yeah. Just let it... How about if we have a vote? Okay. And the first, okay, we'll, we'll have a vote. We'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, in, we'll, we'll take some calls straight to air. First to five votes, yes or no, we'll decide whether to um, burst the blister or not. How about it that? It doesn't have to hurt when you, when no. you, when you land. Okay. It, it doesn't hurt at all. Just a really small hole, just enough to let the fluid out. 0330 123 1215. Should Eloise burst her blister? Give us a call now. 0330 123 1215. Hal, there was something else. Yeah, I was going to tell you a story about worse than your previous caller about yeah. being accidentally racist, okay. although I wasn't really accidentally racist, I was deliberately racist. Well, then you can't and tell us a story about being deliberately hey, racist. Yeah, well, it was sort of accidental. Well, but was it accidental or deliberate? Um, it was deliberate. A bit of both. If I tell you the story, then you, you can judge. OK, but we can't in any way... Louise, I'll take this call straight to her in a second. We can't in any way condone... Actual no, racism. of course not. Of course not. When when I tell you the story, you'll because okay. uh, my missus is black actually. So okay. I mean, I'm already already, already I'm slightly uncomfortable. Okay. But w- well, what happened was yes. um, I was at boarding school, right? Which is like posh school. Yes, I know. And we were in a sort of rough area. Okay. And one of our little tricks we used to do was the, the school was up on a hill. Yeah. And you went down a hill, and then there was a big playing field. Yeah. And then all the way around the playing field was this big fence. Yeah. And the local kids used to walk past the fence. It okay. It was a big six-foot chain-link fence. Yeah. And our little game was to shout at them and call them yobbos. This is in South Wales. Yobbos was like, in okay. the 70s, this was a big insult. Yes. And they would then jump over the fence and chase us, and we'd run away from them and up the hill. We Good were game. about nine or ten, and Good these game. would be teenagers chasing us. Yeah. 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 So to us as kids, this was a great game. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we'd, we'd call them names, they'd jump over the fence, chase us, we'd run away, and we'd always yeah. get away. Because yeah, we'd always leave enough gap between us and yeah. them that we, we could get away. Yeah. Of course, one day there was this black kid walking along. Okay. okay. And um, I called him all the names I could think of, yeah. and he didn't chase me, he just ignored it and yeah. carried on walking along. So I got nearer and nearer to him, nearer to the fence, because yeah. I'm, I'm now... I'm now this well, doesn't sound inadvertently No, that's, I, I, that's deliberately... We can't have that story. It's a deliberate racist story. That's not, what the, that's not the ethos <laughs> of the show. We're not the uh, English Defence League show on it, on Absolute, although I believe they're getting a, a slot after Christmas. Anyway, we'll move on swiftly, shall we? That's not what we're after at all. Right. <laughs> Someone's got the right idea, though, when you do come to them, Alex. Oh, really? Yeah. I will come to you. I want to find out if we're going to burst your blister oh. live on air. 0330 123 1215. Call up now. Uh, and just, we're going to say, yes, burst the blister. No, don't burst the blister. And we will decide if Eloise is going to burst her blister live on the show this evening. 0330. I've got to have sterilization. You haven't stuff. got really. Have you got a pin? No. We'll need to go and find, go and find a pin. I've got, uh, you can use um, uh, a staple. You just run it under hot tap. 
No. That totally sterilises it. You have to do it now because you've put it out that it's a phone vote and people are going to phone in and cost their money. I Ofcom. have to run it. I will. No, it's not Ofcom. It's an Ofcom. It's not. That is totally an Ofcom. I have to run it under the hot water and uh, the boiling hot water. And well, go that. and run it under the hot water. Here we go. Well, I can't do it now. I have to, like, do it straight away. But, but you do it... No, then you have to come back down. You have to do it on the sh- on the air. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, oh double three oh one two three. I need to get plasters and that. Though. You don't need plasters for it, jeez, woman. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. This again, th- is anybody listening tonight? Because it's quite quiet on the phone. So I'm honest. <laughs> Let's go to line one. Line one. Yes, burst the blister or no, don't burst that blister. Yes, burst that blister. You know it, my friend. So I'm going to do a little bit. So yes, no, yes has one vote. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Here they come. Line two. Yes, burst that blister. No, don't burst that blister. Oh, hello. Yes, you. Yes, just a small prick or two. There we go. Thank you. I see what you did there. Prick, of course, is slang for penis. <laughs> uh, line three. Yes, burst that blister or no, don't burst that blister. Yeah, I've got a tip for getting the water out of the blister as well. Go on. A needle and thread. When you when you when you put put the needle through and you drag the thread through, the thread drags all the the liquid out of the blister. And you... that's the most hideous thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Do we be doing no such thing? It's three nil at the moment, Eloise. <sighs> three nil. <sighs> Line one. Yes, burst that blister or no, don't burst that blister. Burst that blister, said a man stuck inside a box. <laughs> Tim Shaw. <laughs> Line two. Yes, burst that blister or no, don't burst that blister. Burst it, but with your teeth and suck the juice out. Yeah, I, I'm on your side, oh, my friend. I, I, I have burst blisters like that before. That's disgusting. OK, listen, we're going to uh, play... Uh, blister juice. Blister juice. Mm, that's a couple of blister juice. Uh, we're going to play a song. When we come back, Eloise is going to burst her blister live on Absolute Radio. We are Absolute Radio. Women want us, men want us too. We all know rock and roll football with Russ Williams brings you music and goals every weekend. But this Saturday afternoon, we're giving you a whole lot more. You can win a brand new Peugeot Bipper van, taxed and insured for a year, and £1,000. It's all thanks to Peugeot and their big support for small businesses event. It runs until the 21st of November across the Peugeot van range. Drop in to your local dealership to see all the amazing deals they have on offer, including 0% APR and free sat-nav across the entire Peugeot van range. Enter right now at absoluteradio.co.uk and win a Peugeot Bipper van this Saturday afternoon on Rock and Roll Football, Absolute Radio. According to the Office of Made-Up Statistics, only 3% of people have started Christmas shopping. And they're all on IWantOneOfThose.com, a vast wonderland of original and imaginative Christmas gifts. You can search by recipient, like colleague or mother-in-law. Not the same person, we hope. Plus, every hour from now till Christmas, one lucky shopper will have their whole basket paid for and everyone gets a consolation prize. Give the stuff they really, really want this Christmas at IWantOneOfThose.com. Here's John from QuickFit performing a mime called We'll Give You an MOT and Service from Just £99, including parts, labour and VAT. Take it away, John. MOT and servicing at QuickFit. You'll be amazed at what we do. Right, well, you know, you've got uh, the wooden flooring, that's going to add a fair bit, and uh, the panelling don't come cheap, but I should be able to knock a little bit off for labour. So, um, let me have a little look. Say, um, £5,467.19. 
Turn estimated bills into accurate ones with our online energy smart service. You'll only pay for the energy you use each month, putting you firmly in control. Find out more at BritishGas.co.uk. Look after your world with British Gas. Exclusions apply. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Absolute Radio.
face to the wall If she's gone I can't go on Feeling two foot small Everywhere people stare Each and every day I can see them laugh at me And I hear them say the required equipment to burst that bloody blister. I have. It's not literally a bloody blister. I was just using uh, swearing to make myself sound cool and hard. What equipment have you got for the kids <clears> at home? I've got a safety pin, which I have... What's the word? Sterilised. In a hot water... In boiling water. OK, good, good. I have Savlon antiseptic cream. Others are available. But that's the best. And uh, <laughs> a plaster. Why, do it in here. Come and do it in here. All right. Come on, yeah. Um, Have you got the camera? Uh, yeah, but I bought, like, the old one. And uh, it didn't work last time. We'll do it, we'll do it. Blister, blister, burst the bloody blister. Blister, blister, burst the bloody blister. This is exciting. I wanted to assign that. So, hang on, I need to put that microphone up, because I put that to the CD. Where are you? <laughs> what microphone is that? Five. There we go. Okay. Well, I know how to do it. Right, record. Okay. Go over there to your place. Oh, come and do it here. Okay. Hello, listener. This is uh, um, this is Eloise. Can you be on hand to do the, the okay. plaster part? Okay. Burst, bursting Eloise's blister. Oh, I didn't bring a. I didn't what? bring anything. Look, look at the size of it. Look at the size of it. Hang. Look at the size of that. I didn't. No, don't move it. Hold, hold it. I didn't bring anything to wipe the juice on. Just wipe it on your jeans. Suck it. Suck it and see. No, what about your scarf? Go, don't, don't, I only found that in my drawer today. I didn't no, know I had let's that. Let's do it on the, this paper. That's the song sheet. Oh. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Can I do it? Oh, do you have to? Oh, only well, I'd like to, but if you want to. Yeah, I'm it? worried you're going to actually touch my. I'm not going to touch it. Come here. Look. Don't, don't touch the sterilised bit. Oh, Ian. I've not touched the sterilised bit. Did. 
I think you've got to go for that bit there. You hold it. Oh, God. Where are we going in there? Yeah. Ah! Uh, I'm so frightened! We're in, we're in, we're in. Just keep up, keep up. Oh, look at that! <laughs> oh, look. I'm a burst love it. No, no, just leave it! Oh, look, you're leaving a trail of juice! Stop! Squeeze it. No, look, 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 do this. Let's squeeze it. Squeeze. Stop! Squeeze. Oh, jeez. One more bit. No, Ian! No, because you need to, because it could be a double blister. You don't know, there might be another no, bit. No, just let's have a look first. Oh, look at all that. That is amazing. Oh, jeez! Oh, God! Suck it, taste it. You might need to see just this little corner here. Okay, little corner here. Keep it up, keep it up high. Ian, don't go all the way through. This is, this is, I hope this is being recorded yet yeah, for Sony, okay? <laughs> oh, that is disgusting. You need, I'm not having that bit of paper near me. Let me do this side as well. They said only one hole. Who said? The people. That's come to. Stop! Ian, you're butchering me. <laughs> You're listening to Absolute Radio. Oh, did you see that? That walked oh. out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So much. Now you can have a flappy big bit of skin. Look at that. Looks like you've been in the bath for a hundred years. Hang on, I think it's more. Can I just burst this bit? Let me just try. Okay. Let me just see if there's any more. Look at that bit. Look okay. at that big bit. Oh, don't, because it's going to spray everywhere. Oh, no, I'm not filming it. Stop! I'm not in there. Stop! Oh, it touched me! Oh, it touched me! Oh, it touched me! I had, I had a blowback. Ew, look at that. Oh, jeez. It's like a bukkake party or something. Oh, it's still coming out. It's like a bukkake party for, like, ants. That is... Is this really the song? Oh, yes, it God. is. I told you it was. Savlon it up. Well, I don't know if Savlon's the best thing to do in this Look instance. at that. Sorry about my bad nail varnish. That's OK. Oh, look, still coming. Sorry. <laughs> I've got that film. And I've got still coming too. That's disgusting. I didn't get the third one in the series. That was a bit dull. You are rank. Do you know there's a porn film called White Men Can Hump? Probably. And there's one called Titty Slickers. That's it then. Okay. Beautiful. She's creaming that up. She's creaming it up. It's so obvious. No, I'm just repeating for the people because you're slightly off mic. Not really. I'm right in front of it. But I can hear the output this time after the Mark Commode debacle. Look, just look at that trail of debris. You should sell that on eBay. It's amazing, it's like, it's like yellow coloured, isn't it? Oh, that's horrible. Is it normally that colour? I'm actually gagging. Normally it's clear. It hurts, my finger hurts. Well, you just burst a blister, what do you expect? You just stabbed it in about ten places and they only said stab it once. Yes, it's, it's, the guy who said it was a racist. Oh, Jesus, don't you dare. And take that horrible bit of paper. Take it. <sighs> Dirty Gertie from number 30. That video will be available on iTunes in the next oh, few days. It well, it's recorded. Oh, Jesus. I got to send a Christmas card today from um, Vic uh, Victoria White. She's the poet lady, is she? Yeah. Send me a, a, a Christmas card. Maureen Walker, what are you on? I'm ringing up to apologise to Eloise. Oh, go on. Go on. Um, I don't think I apologised to her properly on Thursday. I don't want to see that but... juice. Don't you dare. Go away. That's horrible. You are a horrible, horrible girl. If you've got Who, it on... me or Eloise? Both of you. Eloise oh, is trying no, to get her blister juice on me. She's sniffing her blister I'm... juice. Why are you popping her blisters for her? Oh, don't sniff it. Oh, what? No, I'm not smelling it. I'm not smelling it. You are... I nearly swore then. You are such a dirty man. I will punch you. I will oh, give my you... God. I don't want to hear about you. I will give you a dead arm. Right, dead arm. Thank you very much.
Oh, what are you doing to her? I dumped that. I dumped that. You didn't oh hear anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> no one heard anything. I managed to dump that. One of us. One of us is being professional here. Don't bring that juice. Don't bring that juice near me. I will. You dirty. Get out of here. Seriously. Oh, my God. Stop attacking her. Stop You apologise me for trying to get. I didn't mean to touch you. You nearly got blister juice on me. Oh, my God. I told you. Stay out of it. Shut up. No, I you I told you not to bring Let that near me, you, you did. Done. I haven't done anything. Oh, that really hurt. Well, you shouldn't have got blister Stop juice near me. Stop abusing your wonderful producer. Maureen, shut up. You're in trouble. <laughs> There's nothing there. You can see that that is red. Hang on a minute. Your BCG's on the left arm. I've not had a BCG, but you still punched me Then you me can't say it was on your oh BCG. Out. No, that... Ian, say sorry. I said sorry. Say sorry for nearly getting blister juice. Say sorry for getting blister juice near uh, me. I don't oh, get it on you. I didn't like say it. Maureen, to shut it so up. badly. Shut up, Maureen. All right, I'll shut up. Say sorry no, for. Because I didn't even. I was joking. You kept bringing it to me. I was joking. I didn't actually. Thump I was joking when I punched you. It was a joke when. It was a joke what did when. What I... smell like? Shut up. It was a joke when I punched you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you would get away with abusing Eloise so much. To be honest, she deserved it. No, she doesn't. She, t she nearly got blister juice on me. Look at her. She's, no, she said it was her beast. If you want to get the pin and do the pricking, then you have to if expect you, a bit of juice. If you to want fly. to do the pricking, you've got to do the ticking. That's what my dad <laughs> used to say. Now, Maureen, you're apologising to Eloise. What for? I am apologising. What did you do? I listened back to the podcast over the weekend. Right. I don't have to admit. What I... did you do? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes, what did you do? Well, because I wrote that poem and it was, like, a bit wrong and I accused Eloise of not doing something that she really couldn't have done because... Oh, yeah, because I accused her of, the, yes, of not putting so the podcast I'm up for a show you never did. Yeah, okay. so I, I thought I should, like, ring up and apologise properly. OK, Eloise, are you... Really you apologise you... on Thursday. I was laughing so much. Are you accepting um, Maureen Walker's apology? Yeah. Why is, uh, is your problem now? I said, oh, yeah. What? 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 I haven't done anything. Is he, call is he cursing me or you? Well, probably me. Oh, OK. Uh. <laughs> what? See, now I'm confused. Her, voice, her voice is my fortune. Your voice? Oh, I know you've got it back. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's not about. sexy now, though. No, but it's quite painful to talk. Is that a good so thing? So stop talking really loud and shouting, then. OK. <laughs> that's easily done. Gave up that easily. Uh, I can't be bothered anymore. Oh, don't. What's the oh, point? Like, well, what happened to you over the weekend? I went to Blackpool. Oh, how was it? Yeah, it was nice. Met Did some very nice people. How was the four-hour journey there and four-hour journey well, back? Well, it turns out on trains they have plugs these days. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. How long? Do you? <sighs> I haven't been on a train for years. Are you serious? Yeah. So Is I that because you've got like a chauffeur? Yeah, of course. Helicopter. So I took my <laughs> laptop and I watched films. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. That's what I do. I take my laptop because I, I watched... get to leave a lot. So I oh, hang on. Films. I'm coughing now. So I took two, I w took, took two Japanese films. I watched Rashomon, Rashomon and I watched House. They're both mental. House? Not as in Doctor House? No, as in Japanese weird film from the 70s, House. Oh, dear. Is it a horror film? Yeah, but it's, it's too weird to be horrific. It's oh. these schoolgirls going to stay at this woman's house and then she eats them. Oh, my God. That sounds like... Um... Not Chocolat, what's the other one? 
You know, they're all in that hotel and they eat them all. It's French. Oh, do you see? I, you've just gone quiet now. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Ian? Have you cut me off? Have you cut me off? I cannot believe you've cut me off. Do you know what I was ringing about also? You know you was on about porno movies. Another really good name for a porno movie was Saving Ryan's Privates, which I love. That's the best one they've ever done. Have you really cut me off? Am I all echoey? Have I, I haven't even got music. Ian! You're not being fair now. Talk to me! It's not even straight to air. Oh, I can't believe you've done this to me. I'm so hurt. All I did was bring up to apologise to Eloise and now you're treating me like Barry from Watford or Drunken Andre. That's so not fair. Ian. Ian. Talk to me. We are Absolute Radio. Women want us, men want us too. Who's scoring? Christian. Three days left to play. Spot a footballing celebrity. A player, an ex-player, a wag, a ref, a pundit. Get them to call Christian and win five grand for charity and five grand for yourself. Who's scoring? Christian. Only on Absolute Radio. Right, well, you know, you've got uh, the wooden flooring, that's going to add a fair bit, and uh, the panelling don't come cheap, but I should be able to knock a little bit off for labour. So, um, let me have a little look. Say, um, £5,467.19. pence. Turn estimated bills into accurate ones with our online energy smart service. You'll only pay for the energy you use each month, putting you firmly in control. Find out more at britishgas.co.uk. Look after your world with British Gas. Exclusions apply. A customer rang Autoglass with a cracked windscreen. He was worried that replacing it was going to be a lot of hassle. But we did the job at a time and a place convenient to him and handled all the paperwork too, so he had nothing to worry about. Call Autoglass directly on 0800 234234 or visit autoglass.co.uk. Autoglass repair, Autoglass replace. Yes? Uh, sorry, what? Oh, goodness gracious me, miles away. Right, uh, here we go. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Salute. Radio. Here's part two of Ray Davis. I tell you what is nice on this album as well, is hearing you sing with girls. I, mean, I know you've done it in the past, but you don't, you know, at girls up front with, the, I mean, the Paloma Faith Lola is a treat. The Amy McDonald Dead End Street as well is, yeah. uh, your voice kind of, it blends very well with a lady. Well, the thing is, it, it was difficult with Amy because she knew the song. And then I got in and started playing the, the original chords and it didn't wholly work for her voice mm. so I wrote her on the spot I wrote a, a new four bar intro and rip, that we could reprise later on in the song then I changed the key for parts so she could take it up, up mm. a step and she does a great you know drew something out of the song mm. that was when the original was done it was written about my father remembers being in the Great Depression mm. and, 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 and at the time it was written, Britain was going through an economic crisis and what's new. And now now Amy's voice on it makes it sound even more current. Mm. And uh, and I, I, I love the outro. Mm. I just started a talking, got a talking. It's, 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 it's a beautiful accent. song. It's, yeah. it's, it's bleak, 
you know, that bleak picture, but it's that optimism and it's just got, it's got yeah. a beautiful vibe about yeah. it. Yeah, it shows you can be optimistic in a minor key. <laughs> did you, when you were recording any of these, did you forget any of the words and like Bruce Springsteen said, uh, Ray, I think, I think you got that, that wrong, this is how it goes. Did you, or, or are they ingrained in your brain now, these tunes? Um, uh, I think with John Bon Jovi, uh, I, I forgot some of the verse because we were swapping verses. Mm. And it's kind of the mind kind of sort of freaked out a bit because I let him sing one and I sang one. With Bruce, with better things, there's an inevitable note. You, it's really good to see you rocking out and having fun. You don't forget that because the notes sort of work with it. Yeah. And that's one of some of my favourite moments on the record because the energy level with Bruce was yeah. fantastic. But I, I didn't... I had the re words written out just okay. in case, but um, I, generally speaking, I can remember my words. Okay, listen, Ray. It's, I don't it, remember where I live, but I know my words. Are you in England or the or the states? I'm back in the UK for a while. Now. Okay, um, and there's concerts coming up with the choral, the Crouch End. Uh, we're doing one more chorus show, choir show in uh, the Festival Hall. I think 19th of December. What's um, it like singing in front of that group? Because that's an amazing sound that comes. Yeah, out there. The, the, well, it's quite. A nice experience singing in front of all those big voices. Yeah. And I'm doing this, um, playing Amsterdam, Paris with my five piece, and then doing New York with a choir over there, doing Thanksgiving concerts. Any chance of doing any concerts with any of the people on the CD? It would be great. I've already done a TV with Monfort and Sons, mm. and um, it would be nice. But again, it's just, it, there's so many people I wanted to include on this, and so many people wanted to do it, but we couldn't really fit everybody in in the time frame. So who knows? It would be it's not out of the question, but it's going to be a hard job to put it together. Very quickly, before you came in, I, you, I just heard you mention that you you know Brian Wilson. What, what's he like? He's 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 one of my heroes. I, mm. I interviewed him once and I was in tears because he sang to me and it was just the most beautiful, beautiful thing. When was this? This was, a, this was about three years ago. OK, well, so, yeah, that would make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but Brian, I knew Brian, you know, Beach Boys amazingly supported the Kinks wow. the, the, in California. What a bill. And um, we, um, we, we got on OK... But when he made his comeback, he, you know, he got quite ill. Mm. And, he, and he got it together to come back here on his first concerts before he did the Smile record. Mm. And I gave him an award at, uh, I think it was some event. And I gave him the award and I said, now, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, don't know what he, he said. OK, man. <laughs> I think he's a really... He is a, he's a musical, brilliant musician, great composer. Amazing he's still alive after everything that well, he's, he's been, been through and He's done. been through a lot and, um, you know, he deserves to be... This is the thing, the great people like that, you know, it's important for people to go and see them while they're here because yeah. it can, there'll never be another. One final, this is my final, final question. I've always wanted to ask you this. I'm a huge fan of yours and the Kinks. Why were the Kinks banned from the States in the mid-60s? Yeah, because of Beach Boys stitched us up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn those bloody Beach Boys! <laughs> no, we we had problems with with unions promoting. Right. Remember, this was the it was like the Wild West yeah. touring. So you and missed out on that great, you know, going over the Who and the Beatles. You sort of missed that. We bit missed that. We we'd had like top five first five singles mm. were all massive hits in America. Then suddenly it stopped, and there was no TV, mm. no cable radio, no digital thing. So if you didn't appear and couldn't get, you weren't on the radio. So yeah. we we had to go back and rebuild after four years.
And of course, it, it, it worked wonderfully. Listen, yeah. the album uh, is See My Friends, uh, Ray Davis. There's Bruce Springsteen, John Bon Jovi. There's a whole heap of people in there. I'm going to play Better Things, if, okay. if that's all right, because I think it's a song that people need to hear. Now, Ray, is there a song from your entire back catalogue, <laughs> any song that you think doesn't get played enough and we'll play it for you? Oh, I'll put uh, you on the spot here now. Yeah, I'm right on the spot. There's a track called Misfits from the Kings. Beautiful. We shall play that as well. Ray Davis, it's it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you very much.
fantastic song if you want to hear the full uh, unedited Ray Davis interview it's about 25 minutes long uh, then download the best bits podcast that will be up either later on tonight or early tomorrow don't forget if you miss any of the shows uh, go to iTunes or www.absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee uh, and you can download them from there Mark Crosley Stills and Nash will be on at one o'clock it's one nut Mark oh jeez what did you just do then hello hello what did you do Oh, sorry, I'm watching uh, Matrix Reloaded on ITV. I'm, so, I'm ever so sorry. That's all right. I don't apologise for watching that. I'll mute it. How are you? Hello, my friend. Uh, the Matrix films, I think, are tedious. The only thing that they makes... Are, they're, they're, they're rubbish. Yeah, get, but there's nothing else. Oh, the only well, thing that makes them... a good documentary on BBC Two about asteroids. But... Oh, yeah. The video game. No, it wasn't a video game. Was there, was a, there was a video game called Asteroids. I remember that, yeah. Made by Ed Logg. Um, the only thing about The Matrix worth watching is that lady in, with the, the, in the suit, the PVC suit. Oh, I like yeah. her hair. Ooh, what's her name? I forget her name and, now. And uh, someone, isn't it? You're as bad as me, yeah. No, I've got two nuts. <laughs> it instantly makes me one nut better than you. So, sorry. <laughs> so I'm, I'm already... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologise. It's not your fault, but it's based on a true story. <laughs> anyway, one nut. Anyway, yes, um, we, you, we've what got a minute did, left. What you did half an hour ago yeah. was tantamount to domestic violence, my friend. Yeah, I know. I've, I did apologise to Eloise, but she, I don't know if she is ignoring me or if she heard it or... Well... You let's know, let's ask mean... her. Eloise, did you hear my apology over the intercom? Yeah. Okay, no, she's ignoring <laughs> me. She's ignoring I mean, that's me. Tick- that's tickled me. Yes. <laughs> you get... Um, can I ask you, yes. in all seriousness... Yes. What prompted you to be a vegetarian? Uh, I didn't... Two things. One, I fancied a girl who was a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And there's no chance of me getting back with her. Right. And two, I kind of thought it was wrong to kill animals. Yeah, I agree with that, but but... Do you know that human beings, by nature, they're not carnivores, we are actually omnivores. So, I mean, why do we have canine teeth? Well, for me, I suppose, but that could be an old evolution thing that never we never quite got rid of. Yeah, but, my friend, you can't beat a good, nice bacon butty with brown yeah, sauce. Yeah. Well, not with brown sauce, you horrible northerner. For goodness sakes, we live in, civ- oh, yeah, in civilised London down here, we have red sauce. <laughs> What's wrong with me in Northern? There's nothing wrong with it, but it's only of that horrible brown sauce. And on that bombshell, we say, ta-ta. We didn't get to talk about Jack Jack Duckworth dying on uh, Coronation Street, one of the saddest things I've seen on TV in ages. Maybe we'll discuss that tomorrow. Uh, We're back tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Crosley, Stills and Nash is up next. Ta-ta.